Hi, everyone. Welcome to a big altcoin Bible. We're seeing Bitcoin claw its way, no, actually surge its way out of the $27,000 hole it found itself in, which is really, really great because everyone is thinking, well, I heard a lot of commentary at least that um, the Bitcoin was going lower, you know, 25,000, 23, 24. It could absolutely do that. But what we've seen over the years in these markets, when Bitcoin comes out of a, a pretty nasty bear market and it's trying to recover, it generally doesn't leave market participants those perfect entry points that they're looking for. Exactly like when we were at 15K, you hear people screaming for 12K. When we were at 20K, people were screaming for 15K. When we were at 25K, people were screaming for 20K. When actually 20K came after 25K, no one wanted to buy it. It is market psychology and we're seeing it again play out. Doesn't mean that this pump uh, isn't you know a bit of a, a bounce before we have those lower prices. So just keep that in mind. But regardless, there is money to be made in these types of scenarios when you see maximum fear, you just see everyone's wanting to sell charts, which is horrible. Generally, there's going to be a mean reversion or a bit of a, a bounce. So that's what we have to pay attention to what's here. It's all matters about what levels are taken out and whether um, you know it finds uh, resistance or it flips through them and finds support on top. So let's crack into the charts. I've got four I want to show you today. I normally do... Um, three, but I want to show you Matic, Litecoin, Arbitrum, and Cake. I'm going to start today on my danger zone, which is a drum roll, please, Cake. So uh, there aren't many cryptos. Yesterday, I've hard done the altcoin Bible. They all looked horrible. They were all sitting on major horizontal supports looking quite weak. A lot of them were in descending triangles. Uh, that uh, generally is a bearish pattern for continuation after the drop we had. It just looked quite likely that we're going to have another drop down to the next level. And I guess that sucked a lot of people in. Uh, and uh, yeah, we go from there. But Cake is one of the few charts that has just had a, a falling over. There's another one, Zillica, but uh, this one looks, uh, you know, like it's had that breakdown. Now, um, most of the charts are going the other way. So this is interesting. So you have to kind of look up and find out why a chart or a price, um, why crypto is having this price action that you're seeing on the screen. I had a quick search. I think there's an issue with a current um, a vote on how the current cake tokenomics are at play. There might be also a bit of dismay over the yields currently available using Pancake Swap. So if you didn't know, cake is the native token of the decentralized exchange Pancake Swap. So there's something going on there. It's caused a, a pretty vicious dump to the downside. Now this kind of looks to me like a 28% move. This is like a really strong. Um, extreme move that should get eaten into. So this should, in in other words, should revert pretty hard um, because a 30% move while the market's trending higher, RSI is absolutely getting blitzed to the lowest level it's been since probably, I don't want to say ever, but maybe in the real depths of the bit, it only goes to this here on Binance, but uh, that is an incredibly low RSI. Uh, be very useful to look back on a chart with a bit more price action. Um, but you can just see here what uh, sort of happened was it was it fell over here back in um, uh, June, back in 2022. Um, so we're looking at the daily here. We're in 2023 now, just a bit of an uptrend, but could never find, you know, had these higher lows, but could never really create um, a higher high. You know, had this one over here, which was promising, but three peaks and we had the fall over to back end of the year, just like everything else. And after this, had that first peak. And then it just, just trailed off, had no momentum whatsoever. You can see the RSI just dies absolutely uh, there, almost like a waterfall off a cliff. And if we just zoom in here as well, when a crypto does this sort of price action, you know, RSI looks absolutely terrible. And also you see a key horizontal level. You see bang, 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 big blitz through there, retest underneath bang. So this horizontal I've got here is clearly an incredibly crucial 
horizontal level, which you can really set alerts around and see if it does break and whatnot. You could have a little fall down like this, which gets pulled back up, sure. Um, but the reaction up here into these moving averages, you just got to think, all these um, areas up here are now resistance. Even if it has a bounce, still needs to rip through some of, some of these. If not, sellers are going to re-engage and push this down, and it did. And it just hugs, 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 get weak. And when each wick hitting the moving averages cannot even breach it, and a really sad flush out of 30%. So while I probably expect this to probably reverse, um, and it's hard without previous price action on this chart, um, this could absolutely go lower. But when you see big moves like this, it's always going to have a bounce at some point. It just depends on how, uh, I guess, terrible the uh, fundamental news for cake is that this could go lower because no one really sees value in holding the token at these prices and they just want to offload. So that is the major issue overhead. But, you know, regardless, we're still coming down to this point over here. You can see there in June 22. So it actually hit those, almost those lows on the nose. Uh, this has to hold. If this breaks, then she's going much, much lower. But just danger zone because of, you know, what I'm saying and it's the one that's just sticking out. All right, my cherry rock. I love Litecoin this year. I have just completely fallen in love with this chart. We know that the uh, Litecoin halving is coming up in August. So this has given Litecoin just a massive bump all year, just a solid constant bid. When the market's been falling, Litecoin would fall, but less so. So it's showing relative strength. And it's done that, again, you can just see it, the, the build through here as Bitcoin was falling as well. I know I haven't got Bitcoin up here, but uh, it has been showing some ser serious relative strength when it made these lows down at um, 85, especially recently. So um, if we have a look, this is the hourly chart. Uh, this is what I'm really interested in here is that Litecoin's beginning to form this bold formation and it's actually broken upwards from this rising channel. And it was running before Bitcoin run last night. You know, Litecoin was heading up to $89, $89 while Bitcoin was sort of struggling at horizontal support, uh, which was a bit of a weird one. Um, and it did look like, you know, in hindsight at least, looks like Litecoin was leading the pack. It was signaling that, you know, Bitcoin was going to have a breakout this morning and Litecoin was going to have an even more so breakout. And what we see here, this, um, in fact, I'll go to the daily just so you guys can see a little bit more of that bowl shape um, that I'm talking about. Uh, maybe the four hour might be better. Um, but just on here, you can loosely see that this horizontal level needs to be reclaimed at about 91.60. Uh, and then you really want to take out that 20 moving average to be, you know, bullish on Litecoin moving to, uh, you know, $100 plus. But right now, see this bowl almost like a cut, really. Um, but you do expect maybe a bit of a pullback here. And that's what I was looking at on my hourly. I'm, I'm still, it's my cherry right because it has shown that relative strength. And it is consolidating into a relatively bullish pattern underneath resistance. Now, why it is resistance for mine? Um, the one hour here, it's got the, the, the 200 uh, moving average on the one hour, and it's just consolidating with it and moving into this um, falling wedge. And I love falling wedges underneath horizontal resistance at you know 9040 because it gives the scope to um so people are taking profits and it's just falling a little bit lower, edging into the liquidity that's there, people buying, thinking this is a good opportunity, buying at these lows a little bit lower, potentially down uh, 89, maybe you get there. Uh, I don't know if you do get that low, but there's some volume at um, 90, you know, that kind of area. Um, but this is the, the entry points you're going to be looking for. And I think if I just highlight that in there, that's a really solid one while, you know, targeting this um area just on the edge of this because it could absolutely perform something like this where it's consolidating in there just dips in a little bit maybe goes a little bit lower and then springs out of the the falling wedge or you know a flag whatever you like to call it um, and the momentum indicators are certainly 
showing that um, while the stock RSI is cooling off, the RSI is still at a peak point and it could absolutely snake up. And if you go to the four hour and the daily, Litecoin still looks really, really good. But I think just everything broadly just is trying to cool off at resistance, which um, you know you, you you will likely see that on any move high, especially on, on Bitcoin. It's running into um, it was a twenty eight thousand three hundred, and just can't beat above that. And get above twenty eight three hundred, close there on the four hour, um, and, and you know ideally on the daily as well. And we know we're going to twenty eight thousand eight hundred or a little bit higher. So um, it's all about for mine how you how you look at these charts. You can look at lower, um, which you probably should have been doing you know at lower levels, but the safer approach as well. And what I'm looking at is actually confirmation above these um, crucial resistance levels because we could just be exactly seeing exactly what it wants to tell us which is it which is it's finding uh resistance at, at at key resistance you know it's just not being able to punch through but if we get through and close above it then you can be confident that it's going to move higher um but just to, as an example when this um was moving last night i mean that's a you know 3.68 percent move um when bitcoin was just sort of going sideways so yeah really really positive there for litecoin and um yeah like that as uh, you know, a, a pretty good runner back into the the mid to high 90s, potentially higher over the next little phase. As long as you know Bitcoin can stay above that um, that target that I just said there before. Now, my wonder watch this week is yeah, an old favorite of many people, and that's Matic. We've forgotten about it for a long time because it essentially wiped out all the price action that we've seen uh, over the last few uh, months. Yeah, essentially, we're back to where we were back in January. So all this above it has just been ground out and we're back here almost forming a, a triple bottom, which is very, very fascinating to me. So you've got, you know, the low there. You're just slow. My computer's just slow. So yeah, we've got the three circles there. I have this box drawn there just to give you the visual of uh, the race pricing because I was getting really interested in Matic. Um, you know, anything under a dollar, but this was the buy zone for me. Anything down to, you know, point uh, 0.94 um, because that is the well, it's very very close to the uh, it's a volume support level right on the edge um, but the 0.786 Fibonacci retracement si is sitting here and I can maybe draw that for you guys and just overlay it and give you that idea also just quickly I'll touch on the RSI down here um, we wanted to see a bit more of a bottoming out and we got that some low 20 so each time um, you know it's sort of in this area we see a pretty significant bounce uh, stock RSI also reset. So that's an indicator on the RSI. So I really like those sort of situations when that does happen. Um, yeah, what was I doing the Fibonacci uh, retracement? So um, yeah, let's go from, you know, this low here, because this was the high that it made, ran into that moving average and just, you know, could not really get above it again, um, but go swing low to swing high, drag across. Uh, was that the one? No, that wasn't the one. Um, potentially, I need to go from that swing low to the swing high, but it doesn't matter. This one here um, shows us uh, where it is. So 94 is still absolutely on the cards, and I, I'm almost certain that was a Fibonacci, uh, just a little bit lower, or maybe it was because it was the bottom at 94 as that optimum buy price. But um, sometimes you just don't get it. And you can see here it's got this almost tweezer bottom uh, at 94, 98. So it didn't get there, but it got into the 94. So that would annoy everyone that had... You know, bid set at 94. Um, but what we have to um, view here as that Fibonacci I just drew, this is the 0.786 level, this green line here. It's running back into it. And this is why it's my one to watch. And, you know, isn't a cherry ripe and still have some question marks around it. 
Um, while this is, is great and it's above, say, the, the 21 on the, the four hour, which so far, love it. Um, but to get you know confident in this, it really needs to make it above here and also to where this alert that I've got there um, set. It really wants to make a, a, a nice solid position at um, around about a dollar yeah, it's not $1.15, uh, $1.01. So, yeah, okay, so around about that point, and then it can climb out of there. But in here, in my view, is a very good buy zone if you're looking for the mid to longer term. I, I, that's my personal uh, opinion. But, again, looking for confirmation, you wait till it gets on top. And I just, again, taking that lower risk approach, I think, is really, really useful because we know we are in a – at an extreme point in a larger sell-off. So that's a 20% move to the downside from up here. Uh, and, you know, we've just had downward, all downward from there. Uh, so we're going to get a bit of a mean reversion at some point. I would think a, a logical point for us to, to move back up is, you know, this next fib level at, uh, you know, 1.05. And then underneath this volume support here is probably going to be a bit sticky um, just beneath $1.10. So um, that's why Matic is my uh, one to watch. So yeah, keep an eye on Matic. Do not sleep on that because it was a massive runner last year. We'll probably see it again. All right. I just wanted to throw in a little, a little bit of one here for Arbitrum. doesn't have too much price data, but it is um, the largest layer two by total value locked away, which is really, really important. It's only just been airdropped, you know, the last month or so. Uh, and we've been watching it quite religiously and it's trying to form, um, you know, a a higher macro higher low but this is the price action it really hasn't got much so it's a lot of it's just in this area here um but it is trying to find that almost like this looks like a capitulation here and then this sideways move on the 0.786 is really really interesting to me and i know i was very interested as a buyer at this 0.786 you know wick 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 many many times it threatened to break down here a lot of nervous people were around about there um, but this this breakout here looks really sensational would not be surprised to see this um, you know blitz a bit higher and it looks like it's um moving into a bit of a triangle so we maybe just look at this here this is the one hour so um this is a, a bit lower than most people are used to that i look at but you know why not so that sort of action happened didn't have the breakout there but we're kind of moving into that um maybe like a triangle situation you could maybe roll it out a bit more and we'll see if that develops that's just a, a theory it's just a speculative pattern i've only got a few touch points there so it may not be you know hugely accurate but you see the the role it may play if you have a breakout up here you know the wick tried um so if we do see a candle close above here and you think you know it's going to go higher if we see a candle close below here there's not much volume beneath it so it should drop it down into these support areas so if we were to again draw a bit of a rectangular box my uh want if i was buying you would be in that area there that looks really juicy because it's got um, a couple of moving averages there, some big ones, so the 20 and the 50, and also huge volume support here. So this would be a sweet pocket um, down here. And it's really not that much you know, further down from here in terms of you know, percentage points, like 2%. So that's a good area. But if you're just keen on Arbitrum for the you know, short to midterm, you'd be getting very, very interested uh, around these areas. Guys, so I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Have a great one, and we'll catch you again for our next episode. Bye.